Hey guys, welcome back to the Healthiest Podcast. My name is Tenny and I'm here with my co-host. Hey guys, my name is Buki and I'm like super pumped to be here today. Yeah, so the Health City is a youth-led social enterprise where we educate young people and adolescents about their mental health, sexual health and fitness and diet. We put out accurate information for them to make informed decisions about their body. And today's topic is going to be an interesting one. Today's topic is the sex education your parents didn't give you. And I just I can't wait to start dissecting everything that we have today because it's just going to be very interesting yeah it is actually so we're going to go right into it um at what age did you get that sex doll <laughs> i don't i don't think i did honestly mm-hmm. i mean my mom wasn't really around so i don't think i vividly remember my sister or my sister and ever like really sitting me down to have that conversation i think i learned the majority of it from school and like friends and like the internet wow what about you nice i think for me it was like when i first saw my period and then you know my mom called me after i told her oh i'm seeing something and you know that whole thing happened it's just like oh so now you're not a woman you know so that was just very awkward obviously because my mom was laughing throughout and just trying to maintain a serious face your mom was laughing she was laughing i was just like so you're not a woman and then she will laugh and i will laugh too and then she will come back and she'll be like so this is this and then she will laugh and smile i think it was awkward for her too yeah and it was awkward for like both of us the longest 10 minutes of my life but yeah yeah i mean i feel like this topic is wishy-washy in the sense that mm-hmm. it's a topic that should be discussed like amongst like a parent and a child most of times like the mother and the child mm-hmm. but like it's awkward because how do you sit down sit your child down maybe your child i started my period i got my period like nine mm-hmm. so how do wow, you nine s- was even early. yeah mine was like 12. i think i was like i started developing like breasts at like nine ten my period wow. at like nine it nice, was, nice. It, was, it was heavy i was i felt like i was dying <laughs> you know funny thing here is that I don't know, I think that period, every girl just feels very awkward mm-hmm. when it happens. Like, you're always kind of, like, shy. And I think it just boils down to, like, education. You know that kind of thing where we now realize that when you start, like, educating your own child, your own girl child, that, you know, seeing, like, developing, you know, um, breasts or any other, you know, puberty thing, just to put it that way, does not mean it's not something that you should be shy about it's not something that you should feel awkward about because like it happened to me i had like three brothers yeah i'm mm-hmm. the only girl just imagine <laughs> everybody's like flat chested and your chest starts developing something that looks like mango i can yeah. imagine <laughs> you know like and you're like what's going on you know when you start it's not like really really big it's like very you know it's like mm-hmm. tiny obviously i'm like Waiting they play. You understand you know, with training bras. You, you understand. <laughs> and then and then the funny thing is like I'm always like trying to I was trying to like always wear padded clothes. So it wouldn't like really show. Because mm-hmm. those moments like very vivid for me. Because I had like three brothers and we were always together. You know, I was always even in their room. They're always playing. So you know that at some point like when you start they are even noticing it too. They might not talk about it because like you know it's they're boys, but yeah. <laughs> but then this is like okay, my sister is like looking different and then so that thing of being alone. 
at that point because i didn't have a sister to like put me through the groups and like oh yeah so this is like normal oh you should have this part it was just my mom and so some things you cannot really say with your mom you know if you have yes if you have a sister it's like quite different because mm-hmm. you know you can have to have some conversations with her but like my mom it was just like some things i could not say so i was alone i had to discover everything alone literally you know so that moment is not it wasn't pretty really because I was just always shy, I was always being awkward. Even though we already had that talk, it wasn't enough. That's the thing, because the conversation, quote unquote, is an awkward conversation. So they try to just skim through it. And the one thing that annoys me is when they say, now you've gotten your period, you can pre- get pregnant. Yes, we know. But then don't now say, don't now say, um, if a boy should touch you, <laughs> you will not get pregnant. That was like, that was like ancient sex me like that's like number one it annoys me or or you sell tomatoes <laughs> you get pregnant that's like it was it was just your life is ruined your life is ruined Honestly. you're like i'm like i'd rather that yes i know it's, it can be quite uncomfortable like imagine having that kind of crowd, like with a nine-year-old yeah but like i would rather you go into detail okay when you get your period this is what happens in your body these are the changes you're seeing these are that, that, that your hormones are changing Go into details. Yeah. You not know, just tell me just so I can over so that you feel like just telling me this now. I would I I would I would stay away from whatever that might happen to me. <laughs> so when I not adventure hug a guy and I can see, oh I not get pregnant. Yeah, so you know your curiosity just gets more deeper. Like what's going to happen next? I feel like they even do that to make you scared. Scared in the sense that okay, you become very cautious and then you're like, okay. There's some things I cannot do with this boy, but then that's the one. But it doesn't make out. any sense because yeah. when I'm not finally like hold the boy's hand, you say touch, touch can be mm-hmm. touching you or like yeah. holding your hand. So when I'm not finally hold your hand, first time, second time, third time, fourth time, and I'm not pregnant. So what's next? So now I now I now will now want to find out what actually do I have to do or what actually will be done for and, me to get And that pregnant. curiosity stage is like the worst. I had that stage. Everybody had that stage. Mm-hmm. There's a curiosity stage where you're like, okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm touching this boy. Nothing is going on. I'm not getting pregnant. So what's next? Let's move further. You get... <laughs> I'm not even to get pregnant. Did you even now say um, um, signs of pregnancy? Yeah. So how do you now know you're not pregnant? I mean, like, you know, <laughs> we, we can't even begin to talk about like that. The You know, that occurred there's been some kind of low self-esteem mm-hmm. so i had friends who at some point you notice that they're always very withdrawn like when we all started it's like we all started at the same time mm-hmm. like we had like a because they say but stay away from boys or now you understand so yeah. they start feeling ashamed in a way like when we're even in class they're always like withdrawn you can tell that this is what's going on like for me i could tell because i also had that you know phase where i want to start feeling withdrawn like like oh like i don't want to talk to boys or i i start feeling kind of like you know there's a way they make it seem it makes you even feel dirty mm-hmm. like it's something you should be ashamed of to say period to say pad to say sanitary to say you know menses say menstruation do you get yeah so you know those girls at that young age because you know their their own brain is not able to process things the way an adult would mm-hmm. they start feeling very withdrawn you know even in class the interactions get less because you know your parents obviously think they're doing you a favor but every day they're making things worse because when a child's esteem is going low because of something like this you know they go into the wrong hands into the wrong people Honestly. into the wrong friends and they tell them you are just joking because you know it's not going to happen try it and see you know and they you start exploring and in the wrong way so everything you're trying to prevent will always happen i mean imagine like for me that was nine i think i was like the only girl 
school started like going like growing breasts and like yeah. having, at nine i was like in like fourth grade or whatever mm-hmm. and so then i can remember yeah i felt very awkward and uncomfortable and then and that's why i went like training bras yeah. and then and i went so i can remember vividly like my fourth grade teacher mm-hmm. called me and she's like what are you wearing that i shouldn't um wear i should stop wearing bras that it makes me look funny or one how and then i now stopped wearing it but then because of how i was growing i could not afford not to wear it because yeah. i would look like a bag of potato <laughs> basically because it would just look like oh my, there's something actually really going on so i started wearing like big t-shirts just so that like it's not noticeable and it's not a topic of conversation i know how boys can be at that age my god i'm sure they talked about me i'm very sure they did because you cannot now you can't see that thing and not talk about it yeah so you know that kind of thing just like destroys your you know your confidence if you are not careful so it's happening to like a lot of people like you know kids growing up young girls especially so i feel like it just boils down to like you know the parental education at that point mothers should really do better don't just start saying um you are you know there isn't really they make it see and then they shouldn't leave it to schools because it's not the school's duty have you even ever seen a situation where a mother will tell a mother will be angry at why a child is having their like how a child starts seeing their period at such an early stage are you like, serious yeah i've seen a situation where you know like a child like starts maybe seeing you know um their period at the age of seven and mom is, mom is like what have you been doing you know there's very african oh. stereotypes are uh, or african you know i don't even know how to explain but this archaic way of thinking when you're like okay and your mates are having at 12 why are you having at seven why are you having at eight? and then you start making the child's fault being a child that looking or feeling guilty for something that is not even in their control because everybody's body is different everybody's body is is different why not everybody's unique you can't come and and start saying all those hmm. it's just it's, it's weird there's some in my opinion there's a mother that shouldn't be mothers that's it i mean it's one thing to to me i feel like they one thing to like give it to a child to nurture a child like as a mother mm-hmm. it requires a whole lot of work and people don't even know about mm-hmm. it's not just enough to like cook or oh. you know beat you know or <laughs> honestly it's not just enough to or just buy them stuff do you get or, or or even financial um um welfare that's what we're talking about we're talking about like that part where you guys have conversations that can either shape the child make or mad the child mm-hmm. so all those things are just it's just a whole lot really I feel like this whole sex education or the sex talk, I feel like when I start having kids, I feel like I'll have the conversation with my sons. Mm-hmm. Very important. Because often at times, we just focus on the female child and not have that conversation with the boy. Because that's where the boys are getting the whole per- perception of, oh, peers are dirty. Yeah. And, I mean, I mean, the period blood is the unfertilized egg, please. Honestly, that is just it. Funny thing, I was going to say, even in relationships, some guys be like, oh, you know, I've, I've they can't be around their girls when I've they're on their period. Honestly, I've, I've heard that. Stupid stories. Like, a boy will be like, oh, my, my girlfriend is appearing. Oh, I don't want to even, I don't even want her to be around me at that point because they feel like it's a dirty thing. They think that requires you to be in isolation. Almost like, <laughs> it's just so funny. It's like, it requires you to be like in a cubicle. You know, when they're like supplying air through a pipe, <laughs> and then you're like confined. Oh my god, where you visualize things? Honestly, I don't even for me. I like 
my own space like for that five four five days i don't like to go anywhere that's just for me personally i like to just be on my own yeah just just me myself and i i don't really like going out so just socialize with anybody mm-hmm. but i've never had a situation where like the guy i'm with would tell me um, yeah. don't come over because so, so boys cannot you know, even bypass with their girlfriend if it's like it's, it's degrading did you refer to society yeah? if we're even talking about sex education we cannot even start from you know there's no place there's no there's no there's no best better place to start from because you know every place every sphere of society needs to unlearn yes yes you get like i mean to people just be like oh my girlfriend is telling me to go and buy buy a pad to me, I mean, it just, it just feels like something that she should do. She shouldn't send them, or I don't know how to explain it. But, sorry, but you can now send the girl on errands that's like emergency to you. Mm-hmm. For the, re- the reason why a girl, because most girls, I want to believe, are very prepared. Yeah. They know when their period is coming. Yeah. So for that girl, maybe something happened, she forgot, stress, work, her period got delayed something something and she didn't get it and for her to ask you you know it's she like, knew she needs it honestly. and you can't come through for her but she will drop everything heaven and earth just come for it man that's no that's it. leave leave that guy honestly leave him it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense that's just you being very toxic <laughs> uh, I'm not going to come and start come and start capping here and be like oh yeah so you know you can be prepared my own is so irregular bro I don't even keep there's sometimes I don't even keep count. Like when it comes, oh wow, you're yeah, welcome. <laughs> and like, and then we move. I'm always like on the go. And the thing with me, when I'm even on my period, I don't even isolate because I told you I grew up with brothers. Yeah? yeah. So like, it's you know they don't even know when you're in that mood. Sometimes you're like quiet. You're like, ah, why is this one quiet? So come at me to push you. When you are like in that point where you need to, you know, be on your own mm-hmm. or you're just like having maybe even cramps, you'll be like, ah, you want to start, you want to start forming for us. My brothers are like very crazy, so they'll just come and come to your room. They just don't want you to have that privacy to yourself because we're like very very close knit. So I, I just have to learn how to, I just have to learn how to like blend. Should I just say that mm-hmm. in a way that even when I don't even allow the mood swings like pull me down. I just you know because like this occasional hormones and like mm-hmm. hormones you know fluctuation oh, when you're like in your period I, I with the mood so I just had to like just I didn't know how to do this I just had to find a way to balance everything it was really crazy I mean I I don't like being anybody that knows me knows like I don't like being unprepared mm-hmm. I get very very anxious when things are very disorganized and, yeah yeah so I can not I always have. Whether it is irregular or not, yeah, I always have. Yeah. But with me, I think mine was like traumatic. Me wanting to be in isolation stems off off of trauma because so I had um, stepsisters yeah. and because I was younger, I mean I was mm-hmm. like nine or ten. I didn't know. I mean, I think then it was always I was winning. It was always like the most yeah. popular part before yeah. Lady Care and whatever and yeah. other things or even tampons became mm-hmm. so I didn't know like I was young, I didn't know how to maybe properly um put it on or like um know when like my part is full like, all those like thingies that you should mm-hmm. know. So I used to and I used to have like very heavy periods yeah. and I used to get stained a lot. So I remember one day very vividly that I had woken up and like the whole bed <laughs> was covered in blood. Yeah. And my sister walked in and just like, John like shamed me. Like I felt so bad. Like 
it was my fault that I got stained or whatever. And since then, I just feel very uncomfortable sleeping with the same, with sleeping another person on the same bed when I'm on my period, or like just even being around people. Like that's actually very. It just even now that. Mm Man, I can go to my boyfriend's house, whether I'm a prayer, whether I'm not, like, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. But like for the longest time, I'm just like in which, my Which which should be I even bubble. encourage people in relationships. When you're in relationships, like don't be like, oh uh, what's wrong with you? Like, I don't know, I think my, my monthly visitor. Are you sure you're normal? <laughs> I'm on my period. So people will just be like, oh, so like the angel has come to knock. Which angel? Are you uh, Stop, you're joking. This, people say I'm that. Not, I'm not kidding you. Like, people say like a lot of things. Anyway, just like you on your period, you're on your period. Which one is and something something has come somebody is uh, something is around something is knocking on the door are you normal <laughs> just you know so we just try to like i don't know how to put it romanticize this thing and just try to make it seem something like something that it is not mm-hmm. just say i'm on my period my menstruation say it's yeah because i feel like a lot of that for that word is like <laughs> it's like a dirty word, word. yeah me yeah, i even say like i, I even need it me yeah, unfortunately like me i cannot really me if it comes like i have never had pad before in my life. <laughs> every time it comes i'm always i'm always i'm always short of it so i'm like i, I need to buy uh-huh. a pad i will say like a Your pad my, why not? <laughs> my, my even my brothers like I don't even like when I was younger I'd be like hiding the part like oh yeah who wears it very put like under clothes and yeah, like, to, like so my brother but now I mean it's out there like you can see this is something that is not hidden you know in school everybody goes through menstruation I mean your so, wife is going through it honestly your fr- your sister went through it your children so will go I, through I, it. I just coming down I don't need to start hiding and start putting under clothes or start like start moving or hiding or putting inside inside what I'm wearing just so people will not notice I just put it out embrace like, it yeah, embrace it baby. <laughs> embrace your womanhood <laughs> right yeah really really what so like what's your take on like abstinence and like contraceptives and condoms like I feel I know I just laugh and it's never like serious conversations. But I feel when it comes to abstinence, yeah. Um, you know, it is an option obviously because mm-hmm. it's in relationships. I'm going to talk about now like in terms of us that we are adolescents. Mm-hmm. I don't know about my because I've not been married. So, you know, I cannot talk about what I can talk about I cannot talk about shoes that I've never worn. But when it comes to like relationships, yeah. I mean, I can count like maybe I feel like maybe like ninety percent of people in relationships are actually having sex. Like they have that sexual intimacy. If we are being honest, I agree. So, um, when it comes to, like abstinence, it's something that is easier said than done. Because right. even some people, even before the relationship, they be like, ah, I want to be um, what's that word? I want to be um, celibate. Exactly, I want to be celibate. And then the guy is like, ah, oh, sure, sure, me too. I agree. You should be celibate. Then two months into, it's like, oh, mommy, I cannot keep up with this thing. Though. <laughs> you know they make it seem like uh-uh, I'm into like bondage or something. And so you know the girl at the, end, at the end of the day, she just she just feels like it's something that maybe I should do, which is wrong. Do it if you want to do it. Do it because you want to. Do it. Not because like someone is pressurizing you or ever. But like back to abstinence. So it's not really easy when it comes to like saying okay, do not even have sex at all. So now we're talking about how can you protect yourself? Because if you have to be realistic, you cannot stop people from doing what they want to do. Right. And even if we say that, yes, we know that abstinence is best way yeah. to prevent pregnancy or temporary yeah. or unwanted pregnancy yes we know but even if we preach it from now to that kingdom come people will still do what they want, want to, do. to do do whatever they ah. want people are still having sex boys like they, like they even para that's how i'm going to put it like they are paraing 
because like they be like telling you like oh of course i understand that this is important to you your values blah blah you don't want to have it you want to be a virgin to get married and then when you get when you get into a relationship they start acting brand new yeah they start, yeah i just feel that they're like very you know they're just a very very small faction of boys of you know men that can actually you know understand and respect that like on the long term I mean, I really, I mean, I, for me, I used to have the conversation, so if I was like, so in a talking stage with a guy, I would bring it up, I would be like, okay, I'm not ready for this yeah. right now, is this something you can cope with, or yeah, can handle or not. and I'm like, just be honest with me, if it's no, fine, let's just be friends, or let's, let's it not cross that fresh, let's not just cross the, whatever mm-hmm. talking stage you are in, because it will become a problem, because I'm not ready you're not ready for you to, for yourself to stop having sex or whatever just because of me. I will not put that pressure on you. So, it's fine. So, I feel like the guys I've met, yeah. they've told me, oh, her, like, okay, no, man. No, I can't. I can't. And I respect that. I'd rather you tell me just that. Just be honest. Be honest with me. Then rope me in. I, I mean, think you can try to just change my mind. No, guys can even make all sorts of... You know, I just don't feel like some guys, they are work rates. You just have to respect it. Because when they want to get a girl, there's nothing they cannot see them they say, okay, me, I will never ask for sex till day of our marriage. In their minds, it's like a totally different thing. Yeah. So I'm just like, just be honest. If it's what you want, just say that's what you want. If you want a relationship, just say you want a relationship. If you want a relationship without any sexual intimacy, that's also fine. But like, be honest. Don't say, okay, sexual intimacy, so I don't really care. So long as we're together, you are all I want. And then when relationship starts, you're like, this is not enough for you and everything. I, like, I feel like many of them feel like, and so when they feel like, at that point, maybe, okay, in their head, they're like, eh, just for now. Yeah. And too much to change your mind. Yeah. And, too much. and it's not like, it's, no, that's not how it is. So, honest to God, you have it's to be not how it is. In a relationship, just say, let your yes be yes. Yes, yes I know. And let you know. Exactly. Like, what you will not have, you know, what you don't want, don't, like, don't, don't try to be coerced into doing it because you're in a relationship where you're afraid to lose somebody. Because you always find someone that will be able to accept you for who you are mm-hmm. and for your own values. Mm-hmm. So, you just have to match. It's very, very important in a relationship. Don't, don't let a guy mess you up, mm-hmm. mess you and your entire life up just because you just want to get fixed. Because, and those guys are, you know, would paints the picture of a perfect relationship i will not disturb you i will not do this i will not do that yeah in my head i feel like some of them just want to just have sex with you and when they are done that's, 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 the I mean, that's like standard protocol and for that's like, the for, end. for what, what, what we call them we call them playboys yeah that's like standard protocol mm-hmm. like you know a playboy they just they tell you everything you want to hear yeah, yeah. and then when they are done when it's time like, they just take what they want and then they are out like straight up that's just how it is. So, I mean, there are a lot of options if you want to um, protect yourself, your condoms, contraceptives, and all of that. Yeah, but like the thing is, when we talk about contraceptives, there are just a lot of things surrounding it because, how would I even put it? Okay, there are so many contraceptives in the market. Mm-hmm. There's the, uh, there are the pills, there are IUDs. There are condoms that we know, the female condom, there's the male condom, there's the implant, yeah. there's the ring, there, there are like so many, but there are like so many. But things that, they all have side effects. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that when you now take them, sometimes when you take them, you just put on weight. So it's like putting on weight. Some people they just mess with their hormones completely. Some people mess with their periods. Yeah, mess with their 
obviously do. So whatever, so contraceptive, what contraceptive is doing basically is stopping you from ovulating. Mm-hmm. So if you cannot, if you're not ovulating, you cannot produce egg. Mm-hmm. An, an egg basically, if you cannot produce the egg, there's nothing. Is, is there's nothing. There's no period basically because egg is not moving anywhere after it's not fertilized yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. So basically, so most times you don't get a period because you're not ovulating or whatever. Yeah. But this whole thing about contraception, I have a conversation and okay, I was conversation with my boyfriend. I was like, don't go on a contraceptive because I don't, <laughs> I don't want you to later come for me. In the sense that I get where it's coming from because. He can be very paranoid with the whole side effects aspect of it. Yeah, honestly. I remember, because I remember such social. Mm-hmm. I remember was this time, um, there's this celebrity, proper celebrity, his wife, he went for Big Brother. So, yeah, his wife was like, um, like she actually had, you know, a very difficult time getting pregnant because of like contraceptive she had used mm-hmm. beforehand. Like, she was like, she had a very difficult time. Now, she has a child, obviously, his son. Or she was like, she found it really, really hard at that time because she had used a lot of contraceptives. And, you know, the side effects just happened. So I think that's just something that would be on your mind. People that use post, you know, this, post, you know, that, even, you know, this and that. Different, you know, just different kinds. And I was going to talk about, like, how you can even go to, like, a hospital, yeah, as a young person oh, and be like, you want a contraceptive. finish you. I was, I was hosting one show like that. <laughs> one medical. Oh, my God. One medical event. And one of the speakers came to say, Cause she's a young person, she's not married yet, and she was like, she came to tell, she was like, she went to a hospital, yeah, she was like, she wanted to contraceptive, they were like, you, small girl like you, you want to contraceptive to do what? So you already, do, you know, you know how these old people act, even the judgment is just crazy. So I'm like, the society just needs to unlearn, you know. Because like, I don't know why, cause, okay, first of all, you're shouting, don't get pregnant, mm-hmm. don't get pregnant. This young person wants to have sex. Yeah. Whether he like, it's some she has decided it. You cannot change her yeah. mind or his mind. Mm-hmm. Allow the person prevent them and protect themselves. Yeah. Because why? Why do you have to? Me at this point, I don't even care. Because I, I might never see you again. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. Same at this point, it's like where it's decided that we in. Someone always judge you. There's always going to be judgment. So just just suck it up and just go like that. I'm going to get it done because at the end of the day, it's for your own benefits. So, if you continue, I don't want to go because of the judgment that I will face. I'd rather be judged and I get what I went there to do, to get, yeah. than be, again, God forbid, get pregnant when I'm not ready for it. You say, God forbid, like, it's like, I'm not ready for like, it. It's like every every young girl's nightmare, like, literally, like, no, no. As long no. as I'm not, I'm not planned for it, I know something I'm intentional actively trying yeah i mean you even have to be mentally ready oh uh, my god uh, uh, uh. you don't want that so funny we're actually having a conversation when we were talking about you know sexual assault prevention and talking about you know rape do you think rape can be prevented i think in some cases yes rape can be prevented because like okay for example like you were saying that like when you traveled and everything and then you noticed that you realized and I, and I agree with you that nigerians because i mean we live in nigeria nigerians unlearn we, we yeah unlearn when we leave this country this 
country that we're yeah. in because like you go there you go to another man's country you know like misbehave they will drag your sorry ass back to this country no questions asked yeah but here you seem to get away with whatever right so what what i would say is that because you know that why in a certain society that anything goes basically you can imagine going to Ose market which i hate i i i hate my own i'm very anxious i don't like crowd mm-hmm. and then i now go to a market and then maybe i now wear shorts mm-hmm. and like a tank or whatever and then all these people men are dragging you pulling ah sister touching your shoulder trying to tap you i will drag you They'll, they'll drag your, your arm, they'll be like, ah, fine girl. I hate it. And nobody will say anything about People it. People don't even know that it's actually harassment. A lot it of is. girls don't know. It is. It's actually harassment. Yes, because yeah. you're not, you don't know the place from anywhere. You are being touched inappropriately. Yeah. It is not acceptable, but what the heck? You can get away with it. So, where I'm coming from is that when you know the society, when you know the area you live in, there are things that you can do yourself, do for yourself, protect yourself consciously. Yeah. Imagine now, I can never wear bumpers to market. Mm-hmm. I wear top and trousers and slippers. Go and come out. Because you don't want problem. I don't want problem. Because this girl, like I saw on, on social media, Instagram also, that was shorts and was like in a keke, mm-hmm. and obviously um so her thighs were everywhere and like yeah. they kept on touching her like this guy was like touching her like i see your fresh stuff and everything i was like you're harassing me and other people were like and so why did you wear the shorts and i'm like what you're in a keke like you're in a it's like a mode of transport yeah so if for example if i were in a car now and i say i want to wear shorts i cannot wear the shorts do you get mm-hmm. but like if i know like the area i'm live i live in is not safe and if I know that if I go out past 12 and I wear this certain thing, something might happen. Whether you stay in your house or you enter a car, don't walk home late at night or you dress in a more appropriate way. Now, that can now, someone can now say, eh, but you can be fully covered and still be raped. Or yes, assaulted. or assaulted. I understand that. But still, there are those little things I feel like that like, you can do to protect yourself. So that it's not now said that eh, you're walking late at night and then you know this area, you now walk this and that. Is that a different story than when you say, okay, you went to go and buy something, you really need to buy this thing at this certain time and you were properly covered and dressed. Now, there are two different things. Yeah, but to me... I just even feel like the Nigerian society, I don't know about African society because I've never been to any African no country. country. But like Nigerian society, I feel like it's very unhealthy. Yes, I mean, I just feel that we keep tilting ourselves, making ourselves smaller, adjusting, adjusting. Normally, I would never go to a market with bomb shots. Not because I have a problem with people wearing bomb shots, because my own mode of dressing. I just like to be covered up, not because of anybody, mm-hmm. not because like someone is going to see me and say, oh, this and that. No, it's just because it's my own personal conviction because that's how I like to dress. I like clothes that make me feel comfortable. I can put my leg the way I want to put my leg without worrying how my skin is showing or whatever. <laughs> just yeah, just for you, not for just anybody for else. Me, yeah. So I can, I can even go to this market and still there are people calling me, calling me, touching me. And sometimes when people talk about even feminism, a lot of people just get it wrong. 
this is where it actually comes in. It's more like it's more like a, a struggle for equity, for fairness. If a boy can wear an armless and go out to that being harassed, why can't I also wear an armless? That's thing, but a lot of people see feminism as you know as a witch hunt. Yes. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's, it's even about equity. People will say equality. I'm not concerned with equality. I'm concerned with fairness. What goes for Dotun should also go for Daniela. Mm-hmm. What goes for Adam should go for Eve. Mm-hmm. If I can, if a boy can, you know, dress up. And not be harassed on the road. Why can't I do the same? Mm-hmm. These things work in an outside country. You know why? Because they are actually things to hold people accountable. In Nigeria, we just have to say like, if today my you know someone tapped my my butt now this in the market, a joke. and I go to the police station to say someone did this to report, do you know what they'll tell me? What they'll did tell you me, wear? No, they even tell me, don't you have any work, madam? We are very busy. Can you just come? Some you know that kind of thing. There is nobody to even report. Mm-hmm. That's even where the problem starts from. If people know that, okay, I will be held accountable. If I assault this person, there's somebody that is going to, you know, hold me or someone that's going to like, you know, charge me with like an offense. People just feel they can do whatever they want and go scot-free. So even talking about sexual assault, I just feel that this is where we talk about how the society needs to end. And if we keep saying, we know where we are, we know where we are, then, you know, to get to a point where, you know, girls cannot even be free. Because I feel like it's getting worse. You know, funny enough, yeah, I feel like this decadence of, like, how people, like, harass people of rape. Have you noticed that even if you keep increasing the numbers, the statistics, the percentage keeps going keep higher increasing. and higher? And then the sad part, I'm sorry to cut you off, but the sad part is, it's increasing amongst, like, children. Yes. Like, it's sad, because, I mean, I see this, it's something-year-old man, Raped his neighbor's child, a seven-year-old girl. I mean, a seven-year-old girl doesn't have not even developed boobs. My niece not, is seven. Do you what does she know? So imagine now. Imagine if we now start. You know the funny thing about about in social media. Whenever they talk about when people start to say, "What was the person wearing? How did the person look?" So imagine now. Uh, you know, for an 80-something-year-old man, what exactly is taking his fancy to a in seven a seven-year-old girl? It just shows you that it's a mentality that is rotten. Mm-hmm. It's not even. It's not even about. There's nothing. Sometimes there's even nothing you can do. How can maybe like a girl, a Muslim girl that has a hijab all covered up, even with socks, you know, they even have gloves and they still raped the girl. and they still being raped. Mm-hmm. So like, what exactly is making this person feel attracted? Because I know, okay, you say you're attracted to skin, yeah. You like when skin is showing. But there's no that's skin. That's what makes you. That just makes you feel seduced. Because mm-hmm. I remember there was even one time in my school they said girls should no longer wear big earrings. You used to seduce guys. <laughs> I was like, Sorry. you know, we are getting to the sanity. Like, you say I shouldn't wear hoop earrings because like you feel like a boy is because there's a boy that actually went to a girls was that he raped the girl and so they asked him they paraded him around the school and they asked him like, why why he was like because the girl always you know she, she used to seduce him with the way she dresses so they were like from now on do not wear anything like hoop earrings if you cannot leave your ear like that wear pin earrings imagine in university so it's jewelry so guys now have fetches and i'm just telling you they will keep pushing us and making us you know adjust 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 they told us you know what only joggers for girls when you're going to the market only trousers, do not wear gowns, no wear anything below yeah, your socks knee. And, and <laughs> I mean, I heard even in, in, in a state where a governor was like, students should not wear any shorts that is, you know, that is above their knee. All these things. You're talking. Oh my god. All these my things are not the issues. My school, yeah, before this new VC came, yeah. they were very like relaxed. You know, it's coming from your school that is, I don't even know how to explain it. You're talking about Ilorin or Kara State, it's like. Uh, it's just they, they just very conservative in their dressing so you know if you're having kind of mentality to a different place obviously you want people you want to impose that same thing on people 
but then that's where it just comes to reason why do men even feel the need to police people's dressing especially women like oh there's some things you cannot wear some things you must not wear you know funny the people just feel like when they go back to feminism just feel like it's like a witch hunt like saying i want to not be under a man or i want to not get married men are scum that's not what it is I mean, like, a lot of people, that even for anything, yeah, I, I don't feel like even Twitter feminists do not even make it better, you know, because they just make it worse. Right. They're just so big. I mean, like, people, see, there's this girl I have on my status, like, she's always, like, so anti-men. I mean, I have brothers, yeah, so I can't even allow you to be having such, I don't know, antagonistic views about men. Right, because since we are all men are the same. You know, it's even scary. Not all men. And I, I, I have this, like... I was an assistant coach rep before and she, they were dragging each other on the group I'm like god this is an embarrassment because she was just talking off points men are this men are this I cannot um, my husband cannot force me to cook from um, cannot it's not my job to cook for my husband I cannot tell me like, see I'm like now it depends on the kind of man you have you have to have an understanding if your man likes cooking find a girl and he, and he helps you out That's have much. a conversation if your man doesn't like cleaning oh, my brother literally my brother is just an awesome person not to talk it because of my brother but it's just the truth i was sick my niece was sick my son was sick my brother cleaned the house got the other child ready for school brought her back from school and gave and cooked for us yeah. although the kitchen will be in shambles Whenever he cooks, he can use five kitchen utensils to cook one meal. <laughs> <laughs> That's not important. Is it all that counts? The fact that he did not say, okay, my wife and sister are sick. So what can I do? I cannot do I anything. Do? Even if he was, even if he couldn't cook, he just cleaned and he ordered food. I mean, that is, he's not just crossing his legs and just sitting down. I mean, like, you have to have an understand. You should know the man you're about to marry right off from front of dating him. Oh, you would just that know. Don't like cooking. It's not even a big deal, yeah? It's not a big it's deal. It's not a big deal. Like, it's not. If, if someone says, oh, I don't like cooking, it's not a big deal. Like, when someone says, oh, I can't cook, it's just an understanding, yeah? I can't. I mean, I don't like, I don't like cooking. No, I can't. I can't. I don't like it. God, I have to be in the mental state yeah, to, to want to cook. Me, funny thing, for me, I mean, I, I think I like cooking. But like it is is in I think it's in phases. Yeah. It just really depends. And depends on what I want to eat. Really. I mean, but normally I just like the soft life. I like when like you bring food for me. I order food. Uh-uh. I just like that soft life. I mean like Can you imagine. I, <laughs> I like I'm up I'm just I'm just for the soft life, the princess treatment. I don't like like shopping in the kitchen for hours. Bruh. So I mean like where I was coming from, I was like, see let's even be honest. Mm-hmm. You're marrying this person. You are. You should know that it's not like I don't. I don't use the word. It's your duty, but you want to take care of him. He wants to take care of you. Yes. You should, there should be some input. Yes. You should cook for I him. I don't feel like even. Sub, I don't feel like even submission. Yeah. It comes naturally when you are a man that you know deserves it. You know the thing mm-hmm. about submission. People say submission. It's not like oh, like you knew that. Oh, my highness, you are my welcome. lord or my lord. You know submission in the sense that you respect him, you trust decisions, you mm-hmm. trust your own too. Yeah. He submits to you, you submit to him. I mean, so like if you come back really, really tired from work, or like oh, babe, I'll be, I'll, I'll be late. For, I mean, I'll be late for work. Yeah. I'll, I'll come in late. I'm going to stay late at the yeah. office and everything. I come around nine, and even if he doesn't cook. And he orders food and like, oh babe, I know that you may be. It's the effort that counts. It's the effort that counts. But not that 
you that when i have a problem is when i, I will come back by 9 p.m you now and you are angry that you not yeah, come and yeah, i will have education and that's when no, oh, no, that's, that's, that's not an understanding thing because if someone is working you know you're also working too the person is human limit to like what um someone can do in terms of like physical tasks you know um after like having a very long day at work and all of that and then she comes back so i just feel like everything should really boil down to understanding really i mean yeah definitely but i do get what you're saying about like the whole not really there being a prevention because i think i'm coming from the whole i mean i go to a federal school yeah i just like to be very cautious because i don't want to be at the wrong place at the right place at the wrong time and at the wrong place at the wrong time mm-hmm. that kind of thing so i'm just very you know yeah but even at that you can be as conscious as possible and be covered as possible literally and if someone must be unfortunate that person yeah i mean i mean back to like sexual assault mm-hmm. so i mean for me i just feel like what i just said about the whole thing about the whole society and everything i don't really we can just do a bit try not to like be because we are actually living in a crazy society so try not to work in dark places try not to um you know go in a place where you know that is um dangerous or something can likely happen so just try to like avoid you know walking out very late at night mm-hmm. especially in like dark corners try you know so just things like that you can just do your bit to just make sure that you are safe mm-hmm. and then even sexual assaults too it happens in relationships because you definitely know, you know rape and everything just feel like because you're dating someone you know their body automatically belongs to you which is like very crazy <laughs> so i mean there's that too yeah, yeah. I mean, we've basically said a lot, mm-hmm. but we have run out of time. Yes. So there will definitely be a part two of this topic because if we start talking now, we might not we might not live here. So um, I mean, with that being said, I want to thank everybody for listening in on this episode. Um, it has been an interesting one, and I really hope you do enjoy it. Um, you can find the Health City on our website the health city online you can find us on instagram tiktok facebook um twitter too yeah and if you have any questions please message or send us a dm comment on any of our posts and someone will respond to you and we also have a consultant on the website someone you can talk to about anything ask any questions and you get um a response um don't forget to follow us um we are also available on apple podcasts and mm-hmm. spotify and google podcasts too so don't forget to turn on your post notifications so you'll be notified every time we post a new video don't forget to follow us and yeah rate us yeah so it's a wrap <laughs> bye bye